You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. You're listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break. How are you doing? I'm excited to be back. I've been away for a little while, but now I'm back and I'm ready to talk about business talk about life, talk about travels and everything in between. So if you didn't know, I've actually just been in Europe and I just got back. I'm suffering with a little bit of jet lag right now, but I'm excited to get in and talk to you today. Today, I'm actually talking about eight things that are holding you back from your success. In this episode, I'm talking about the eight different things. Now, some of us, we may be just doing one thing or two things a little bit wrong that's holding us back. But I just wanted to really clearly spell these out because it's so easy to fall into the trap and do a few things wrong and not even realize and how much of an impact it has on our business and on our outlook and our mindset and our mental health and everything else. So if you're feeling like maybe you're not doing as well as you should be, or you're feeling like you, you know, you want to quit or you're failing or you're not where you want to be in your business with success or whatever else it is. I'm hoping this episode is going to help you have some takeaways, a few different things, mindset shifts to really think about and question in your day-to-day life. Now, don't forget next week, actually, depending on when you're listening to this, but if you listen to this in real time, when I drop this episode, next week, I'm holding a three-day workshop and it's called Sales with Purpose. Now, I know no matter if you're a photographer, a videographer, a creative designer, whatever you do, it's so important as a creative entrepreneur to understand sales. I just did a poll in the Facebook group on what do people struggle with most when it comes to sales. And one of the things that really blew my mind is most people don't know what sales is. They think it's marketing and they say like, oh, I'm not good at sales because I'm not attracting the right people, which is really a marketing problem. They think it's design. They think it's um, closing. They think it's so many other things. Maybe it's client experience, but sales is a really important element. And I don't think many people in the creative industry talk about it enough anyway, or educate around this stuff enough, especially the stuff that I'm going to be talking about over those three days. I've never heard any other educator talk about this stuff, but it's so, so important. And it may be the missing piece that you need. And if you just get one little nugget, one little thing that gives you the confidence to walk away and, and sell your services, talk about your products you know, with confidence and conviction then it's going to be worth its weight in gold. So if you just go into the description of this podcast episode, you'll see a link there. The three-day workshop is $9. There's a seven-day replay and I'm excited to see you there. It's going to be live. Join in, say hello and uh, yeah, let's get into today's episode. Okay, the first one's a little bit interesting and it could be a little bit controversial. So one thing I see as creative entrepreneurs is we obsess over trying to be the boss. And you see this movement that says like, girl boss or be the CEO. Everyone always says like, be the CEO. And I want to give you a different perspective. One thing is you got to understand the way that the pecking order works in terms of money. So money as everyone plays a different role in society. Um, people get rewarded different amounts. Now, if you're an employee, 
you get a certain amount of money and it's usually the least amount of money out of all of them. And it's hard to expand into making a lot more money, right? So usually you're on wages or you have a salary and where you are, you can try and climb that ladder, but it takes a long time. And it's the least safe out of all of them as well. Reason being, everyone thinks a nine to five is the safest thing. And if you quit your job and become a creative entrepreneur, it's it's more uh, risky, but it's the other way around. Because if you go to nine to five, you have to rely on somebody else's knowledge, somebody else's ambition and wisdom and you know obsession over self-development to be an amazing leader, to lead you and the business and the team and everybody else into the future. And when things get hard, you want to know that they're there, right? And it's not always the case. Not everybody that's running a company knows exactly what to do or they have their heart in it. Or maybe you've got a manager that doesn't really know what's going on. They're sinking the ship and you are a part of that ship. So your future is in somebody else's hands. So that's one of the first reasons. But employee, right? So you have employee, then up from there, you have self-employed. Now, what does self-employed mean? Self-employed is basically the definition of someone that works for themselves. They have zero employees or maybe sometimes they outsource some things, but they're generally self-employed. Self-employed is a step up from working as an employee because self-employed means you can take control of where you are and how much you want to work and what clients that you get. And you can actually hustle and your hustle will determine how much money you get paid. So that means there is no ceiling. Now, many creative entrepreneurs believe that they're you know business owners or they're CEOs and things like this. And this is all great stuff for us to tell ourselves. But in reality, we're self-employed if you have... I think the definition is under five employees. So if you have, and if you have zero employees, which most small businesses in the world have zero employees, then you are self-employed. Now, the step up from there is the boss. Now, a boss usually is a boss of a company. So a boss is also the CEO. So it's a boss of a company and a boss doesn't have to be the company that you own. It's the boss that is climbed themselves up the ladder and now they have decisions and they get rewarded on those decisions. If they make a good decision, if shareholders get paid, uh, if the company grows, generally they'll get incentives to keep pushing the business in that direction. And if they don't, then they usually will get fired. So that's the way that the boss works. So you have an employee, then you have self-employed, then you have a boss. Now, A boss generally can make a lot more money than self-employed because a boss can work for a bigger company. So you see like CEO, the CEO of Coca-Cola or something, I think he made $50 million last year. Now he didn't have to start a business. He doesn't have to hustle himself, but he can ride the big ship that he's on and he can steer the big ship, which can help him gain a lot more money. Now above that is the business owner. Now a business owner is someone that owns a business And the definition of a business is something that will run without you being there, right? So if you were away sick for a month or if you left for a year and your business continued to run without you, then you have a truly sustainable business. Until you get to that point, it's really hard to have a sustainable business because it requires a lot of your effort, a lot of your time to get in and actually do a lot of the work, a lot of the smaller low value tasks as well. Now, the next step on top of that is the investor. Now, the investor is someone that can own the business or a part of a business, but they don't actually do anything in the business, right? So, the investor generally makes the most money out of everybody. Now, here's an example. And I heard a mentor uh, tell this story the other day that I listened to. 
Coca-Cola, last year, the CEO of Coca-Cola just made over $50 million for himself in bonuses and he hustled, made, did whatever he had to do to drive the company to make as much profit as he could and then from that he got a cut from that. Now, we all know Warren Buffett has been a big investor in Coca-Cola for a very long time. So his investment in Coca-Cola last year paid him $500 million. Now, $500 million and he didn't have to make any decisions or show up to work or do anything. And he didn't work like the CEO works. He didn't work like the business owner or uh, an employee or anybody else. He was just simply the investor. He put his money into a business that he believed had potential and was going to grow. And then from that, he reaped the rewards. And some could say he had passive income of $500 million, which is a big chunk. Now, you can kind of see where I'm getting at. A lot of the times we try and say, we want to be the CEO, we want to be the boss. But really, I believe you want to be the business owner. But on top of that, you want to be the investor. And we can invest at any level. You can be an employee. This is the amazing thing. You can be the employee and invest. You can be self-employed and invest. It doesn't matter where you are, you can become an investor. Now, that's the amazing thing. Now, often, and one of the reasons why I think, you know, so many of us, we work so hard when we don't really need to work as hard as that we do, but we work hard because we're lazy. Now, what do I mean by that? We're lazy in terms of we won't take it upon ourselves after work to go and learn finances, go learn money, go empower ourselves with understanding economics, understanding what we can do with our money. Now, if you are lazy and you're simply going to work and exchanging time for money, it's the hard way of doing it. So you're being lazy, but you're taking the hard route. Now, I want you to change your mindset and think about like, hey, there's nothing wrong with being lazy. Let's be lazy and find the shortcut. And the shortcut always is in knowledge. So what do we need to learn to understand money so we can start investing? Because I don't care who you are, you can invest. I don't care if you're living paycheck to paycheck. There's something that you can do. I don't care if you're a single mom. I don't care if you're on a disability pension. I don't care whatever your circumstances are. You have the power to make this choice and to make something happen with your money. Now, it doesn't need to be a lot of money. It can be a dollar a day. It can be a dollar a week, whatever it is, but it's just a habit. You're putting some money away and you're investing it somewhere. Now, wherever that somewhere is, is up to you, depending on what you research, what you learn, what you get obsessed with and what you actually love as well. Now, the reason why I said I don't care if you're a single mom or if you got, you know, struggling with mental health or whatever it is, because there's so many people out there that tell you, if you're one of those people that tell you that you can't do it, you know, it's unfair, the government's not paying you enough, you don't have as much time in the week as everybody else has, everyone's trying to validate the reason why it's not for you and it is for everybody else. Now, I'm a business coach and I want to say I fully understand where you are and I understand it, I know it, I see it, I see it with so many people and I'm not saying it's fair, I'm definitely not saying it's fair, I'm not saying that you have more privilege or less privilege than anybody else, nothing is fair. But what I am saying is I'm here today to tell you that I believe in you. You need to believe in yourself, okay? Of course, people are going to validate the reasons why you can't, but that's not what you need to listen to. You need to listen to the reasons why you can, why you do have as much time as everybody else, why you do have those opportunities. Another thing is understand that more people are going to say no to you. If you're less privileged than everybody else, it just means more people are going to say no to you and it means you need to be more resilient. It doesn't mean it's impossible. 
It means you need to show up and you need to understand that you're going to get more no's and you need to push through those no's to get to those yeses. And if you're in a situation right now where you are really privileged, understand that people that are not privileged under you, they get more no's than you. So one thing that you can do to help out somebody else, somebody in need is by saying yes, giving them opportunities, giving them work, giving them business, giving them advice, giving them a hug, giving them someone to listen to, like giving them whatever it is, you can say yes. So I believe too many privileged people in the world are saying no too often to too many people, but we need to learn how to say yes. And I also believe too many underprivileged people believe that things are not for them and they have a story and that story is the story that you know, they're not enough. They can't do enough. They're not educated enough. They don't have enough money in their bank account. They don't have as much time as everybody else. And I'm here to tell you that you do. And I believe in you and so many people believe in you. You need to believe in yourself. You need to show up and you need to show those people that they're wrong. You need to show the haters that they're wrong. So that's number one. Be obsessed with becoming an investor. Now, investing is not just for males. It's not just for the dudes. It's not just for that person's job. It's for anybody. You know, you can, whoever you are and you're listening right now and you, you're creatively minded, you don't understand it, you got no money, you still can do it. You have YouTube, there's books, there's a library, there's, there's so many ways that we can learn today. You can talk to people. Um, you can always reach out and talk to me. Like there's so many people that are out there offering the services, giving good advice. There's amazing advice. I go on TikTok and I find amazing advice from people that have actually done it. Remember though, listen to the right people because there's so many people giving out free advice that have never done anything in their lives. They've never actually made money. They never have the good relationships. They don't have businesses, like whatever it is. So many people believe that they're gurus and they're experts and they're coaches these days and they don't have any track record to back themselves. So just be careful of who you listen to because you can fall into a trap really easy by listening to the wrong people that don't have the success that you want in your life. So do a background check and just make sure that they have done the things that you want to achieve and then get the advice from those people. Now, number two, you built the wrong boat. The reason why you're not super successful right now is because you built the wrong boat. Now, what does that mean? A lot of us, we don't realize that there's so many different boats in the ocean. Inside the six-figure business map, I talk about building a ship, right? So building a boat, building a ship, whatever it is, a pirate ship, that's your business. Now, if you have a little boat and you have no employees and you don't outsource anything and uh, there's no systems that run anything and you've got no time, you've got no money, you've got no leads, you're basically struggling, right, with this boat. Now, no matter how hard you row on that boat, you're probably not going to get very far. You probably won't cross the Atlantic Ocean. You just won't. Let's be truthful here. Let's call, call a spade a spade. Too often people are trying to sell you the dream that you're like, oh no, you just keep hustling, just keep hustling, just keep hustling and you're going to get there. And I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. You need to change your boat. You need to build a better boat. You need to equip the boat. You need to have the right things on the boat. You know, what kind of engine do you have? Do you have fuel? Do you use wind? Does it have a mask? Like what kind of boat do you have out in the ocean? Is it the right tool for you to fulfill your dreams? Because that's all a business is. A business is a tool to help you fulfill your dreams. That's why I call it a boat. It's a vessel to get you from where you are today to where you want to be tomorrow, right? It's all it is. You don't have to be hung up on it. You don't have to be attached to it. It's working today. It doesn't have to work tomorrow. It's just getting you closer and closer to where you want to be. 
Now, if you build the wrong boat, what happens is you will burn out because as you're rowing and rowing, you will notice as you look around that other people get success so fast and you start wondering like, why are they so successful? And I'm struggling. I'm here. I'm, I'm being rowing and I'm rowing and I'm rowing and nothing's happening. Now, I want you to go back and I want you to ask yourself those real questions. Like, are you good at marketing? Are you good at sales? Are you good at closing the deal? Are you good with your prices? Do you have a remarkable offer? Do you have a unique selling point? Do you understand business? Do you understand money? Do you understand investing? Do you understand these things? And if you don't, you've got a knowledge gap and you might be building the wrong boat because if you're building the wrong boat, it's going to be a long road ahead of you or a long row ahead of you. Does that make sense? The other reason why building the wrong boat Makes a lot of sense is because think about this. If you're wanting to be a billionaire and you're building a boat, and let's say you wanted, you're being a wedding photographer and you just shot weddings on the weekends, you're probably in the wrong boat to your dreams because becoming a billionaire, I don't think that small little tiny rowboat of you working by yourself, hustling hard, editing photos all day, all night, trying to find those next leads are going to get you to becoming a billionaire. Now, to be a billionaire, you probably need a cruise liner with a lot of people on that ship and a lot of moving parts and people doing different things. You need an innovative idea. You need systems. You need to be outsourcing and delegating. You know, So it needs to be a complete different boat. You need to hit more people. You need to find more people. That's what the bigger boat's all about, right? Because you can only make as much money as the amount of people that you serve. Now, you can serve less people and charge a lot more money, but it's going to be a lot harder because a lot of the times it takes your time. So if you want to serve a lot of people, let's say, for instance, like Amazon or Apple, I mean, they sell millions and millions, probably billions of iPhones they're hitting a lot of people, right? So it's a little bit cheaper, but then they're selling it to everybody. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, like he creates an app, Instagram, Facebook, whatever he has, WhatsApp. So many people are on those apps now. And so he's able to serve billions of people. And guess what? He makes billions of dollars. So the ship that he has is the perfect vessel to get into his goals to where he wants to be. Elon Musk, what kind of ship has he got? He has massive ships that is able to do billion dollar contracts. Guess what? He makes billions of dollars. So I want you to think about that. If you're in a small little ship right now and you're saying to yourself, I can't afford to invest in a Studio Ninja or CRM. I can't afford to invest in a course. I can't afford to invest in getting an album, a sample album. I can't afford to do these things. Well, guess what? You're building a tiny little rowboat. I can't afford to outsource. I can't afford to hire someone. You're building the boat and that boat is what's going to determine how far you're going to be able to go before you burn out. And that's just the truth. That's just the truth of it. So number two, you built the wrong boat and that's why you're seeing success so much slower than everybody else or that's why you're not going to get success. Number three, you always put yourself down. You've got to stop doing this. You won't get successful if you're putting yourself down. If you're not your number one believer, you're going to fail. I can tell you that right now because it's fucking hard out there when you're out there hustling and you're doing all the things, you're trying to find all the leads, you're shaking all the right hands, you're doing all the right work, you're doing those free shoots, you're making an amazing portfolio, you're staying up late and you're building a beautiful website and you're doing all these things. And then the next day you walk around and you talk down about yourself. I'm not good enough. That person's better. I wish I was better on social media. I'm an imposter. Who would believe in me? I should give discounts. Like we talk ourselves down so far, so far down that no one else is going to believe in you either. So I want you to stop fucking around and I want you to take ownership of yourself because if you're not your biggest supporter, if you're not your biggest believer, I can't expect anyone else to believe in you either. That's some hard truth right here 
but it's the absolute truth. And I know for myself, when I don't believe in myself, man, I can't expect anyone else to show up for me because if I don't even believe in me, no one else is going to believe in me, right? So you need to make sure you're showing up for yourself. Number one, always show up for yourself because if you want other people to believe in you, you have to rise that flag high. You've got to be proud of what you're doing and you've got to share the message with everybody. You need to be proud of what you're doing. You need to be confident. You need to love yourself, you know? So you've got to look after yourself. You've got to look after your mental health. You need to exercise. You need to eat well. You need to make friends, look after those relationships. You need to look after your spirituality, like whatever it is that makes you happy. You need to focus on those things because all of that is going to trickle down into your business. Your home life is always going to trickle down into your business. Your relationships will always trickle down into your business. Everything relates to each other. When, when people say, don't mix pleasure of business. Don't mix family with business. Don't mix fun with business. Like I think that's bullshit. Like it's all together. You know, there is no balance between pleasure and business. If you're running a business and it's creative business and you've created it, you've built it, then you should love it. That's the way that it is. It's normal to love your business. Now, if you don't love it, that's not normal and you need to change it because you're the one that built it. So why build something that you don't love? Don't do the things that you don't love in your business. You can outsource things. You can delegate. You can drop it. You don't have to do it the same as everybody else. Now, number three, stop putting yourself down. So I want you to write these things down. What makes you unique to everybody else. I want you to write that down. Like what's unique about you? Number two, like what are you good at? Like what are you deep down? What are you actually good at? And are you doing that in your business? Because I want you to tell yourself, like what are you actually good at? And number three, what skills do you need to obtain so then you feel better about yourself and so you have more clarity and more confidence and more competence in your business? Because remember, competence equals confidence. So what skill set do you need to learn? What new room do you need to be in? What new person do you need to meet? What do you need to learn in order for you to be the best version of yourself so you can stop putting yourself down? Because trust me, man, I'm here. Like, I believe in you. Your friends believe in you. Your family believe in you. Well, I hope they do. You know, there's so many supporters out there that you have. Now, you need to support and believe in yourself. It sounds so simple, but seriously, I've just went around the world. I've just been, you know, I went to Morocco, went to Italy, Spain, I was in Norway, Singapore. I'm just cruising around, right? And I met so many photographers. And the biggest thing is people all talk down about themselves. They put themselves down and I'm sick of it. It's so hard to listen to another person putting themselves down. You know, I'm not good enough, not worthy. I wish I could, I should, I woulda, all these things. And it's heartbreaking because I look at that person. I'm like, man, you are so special. You have something so amazing to bring to the world. And you're being so selfish right now by not allowing us to see it. You're putting yourself down and we have to listen to that, right? And I don't want to hear it and I don't want to see it. I want to see you be the best version of yourself because that's what inspires me. And I want you to be inspired by yourself, by your own energy. You can't find it from an outside, outside source. You've got to find it from within and bring it out of yourself. Does that make sense? So number three, stop putting yourself down. Fuck it. Come on. What are you doing? Be your biggest supporter. Number four, you're too comfortable. This one can be controversial as well, but you're too fucking comfortable. Seriously. So many people are so comfortable. And what does this look like? They're just like, well, yeah, Jai, like I would get um, uncomfortable and do something one day, but um, right now, like, yeah, like life's good. I'll get a lead a week. I watch a bit of TV and it's all good. And I say, oh, what are you doing all this for? Oh, I don't know. It's just slightly better than whatever I was doing before. And the problem is if you're not uncomfortable and if you're not willing to get uncomfortable, then nothing magical happens. Nothing magical happens on you, 
on your couch in the lounge room, like nothing magical happening in your bedroom, like nothing in your kitchen. You got to get out of the house. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to meet people. Nothing's happening with those high school friends that you grew up with. You know, they're still sharing the same stories. You know, back in the day, the good old days, you go down and have a drink with them. They're sharing the same stories on repeat. Nothing's happening there. You need to explore the world. You need to go meet some new people. You need to go find some new people, people that inspire you that are at your level or higher. You need to find these people because if you're not uncomfortable, then what are you doing? Being comfortable doesn't do anything. It's so hard to get any kind of success when you're not willing to move. Does that make sense? So the more uncomfortable you get, the more you will actually move. Now, there's two reasons why we're uncomfortable. We're either trying to get away from something or we're trying to get towards something. So for me, it's like I grew up, you know, the way that I grew up, I grew up poor. It was a hard childhood in many, many aspects. And for me, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to go back there. You know, every time I think I'm working and I'm showing up and I start getting comfortable and I'm like, oh man, I know if I get comfortable, I'm going to lose my success. I'm not, I don't want to go back there. What do I need to do today? I bounce out of bed in the morning. What do I need to do today? Because yesterday doesn't matter. Whatever I did yesterday, I can't rest on that and think that's enough. Because today I'm like, oh man, whole new day, new people. I haven't met anyone today. I better go out there and do something. So today I want you to think like that. Are you just cruising along, comfortable? Are you going to the next wedding? If you're a wedding photographer, shooting the same thing that you always shot, you didn't change your lens, you haven't changed your focal length, you haven't changed your camera, you haven't changed where you stand, you haven't changed the way you pose people. You're just doing the same fucking thing and expecting that your career is going to go like this forever or you're going to miraculously grow and blow up and be a sensation. It just doesn't happen. It happens for those that get uncomfortable and that are willing to move towards their success, towards being the best version of themselves. And you do that by trial and error, regardless if you're going to fail, you've got to get out there and you've got to try something. You should be failing at every wedding. You should be failing with every business. You should be failing in every day because if you don't, then you just didn't go hard enough. And trust me, so many people think success is so easy. And I'm talking about this later, but man, the shit that I've had to do to get to where I am today, like I wish I could show you what I've had to do. And if anyone's told you that success just comes easy and all you have to do is swallow a red pill and that's it, I'm telling you right now, they're selling you snake oil because it's not like that. You have to relentlessly want it. You have to go after it and you have to get uncomfortable. Okay, number five. You spend too much time trying to make sense of why things are not working. This is going to stop your success. You can't live your life and your business going through trying to make sense of why you are mediocre, why you're average, why things are just not working. Instead, you've got to put that same amount of time and effort into how do I become successful? How do I become the best version of myself? How do I get to the next level? If you put that same sense into it, and what, what does it look like? It looks like when someone jumps on Facebook and goes like, yep, told you guys, Instagram's dead. I just posted something and I've got no engagement. That's us trying to validate and make sense of why we suck. Like that's what it is because we fucking suck, right? We just made some terrible stuff, put it out on social media. I didn't even want to see it. No one else wanted to see it. And then we blame the platform that it was shit. Now think about this. If a chef made some shit food and put it on a really nice plate and blamed the plate for it being shit, it it doesn't make it any better, right? It's the food. It doesn't matter about the plate. And it's the same as the platform. So often people think it's a platform. Instagram's dead. Engagement's dead. No, it's not. It's your content. It doesn't matter about the platform because the content that you create should be successful on every single platform. You should be able to put it on any platform and it will work. Okay, so think about making good content. 
Now, instead of trying to validate ourselves on why we are where we are, we need to change that mindset because it's so much effort and it gets you nowhere. Seriously, it gets you depressed. It doesn't help with your mental health. Trying to validate yourself and make sense of why things are not working. All it does is you're reflecting on the wrong thing. Now, let's change that and shift that towards, shit, man, I need to start working out. What do I need to do today? What do I need to do right now to get to where I want to be? What are my big fucking goals and how am I going to get there? Make sense of that. And if you can do that, you're going to get so much closer to success, the success that you want so much faster. Now, number six, I talked about this one before, so I'm going to make it really easy. But success is fucking hard. And I just wanted to say that because, you know, quitters always think it's easy. Quitters always think it's easy and they always make sense of why they're quitting. And they tell me all the time, you know, I hear this all the time. Joe, I'm quitting. You know, my friend died. The economy's bad. We're going in a recession. Joe, I'm quitting because I don't have enough time for this. Joe, I'm quitting because of this and that. And man, mate, you can make sense of it all day long to yourself. That's fine. But you're not fooling me, right? Quitters are always going to quit. And it's because when you think success is easy, as soon as it gets hard, you fucking quit. Now, that's just what we do as humans. And I don't want you to be thinking like that because I want you to know right now, everyone that you know that has tremendous amounts of success, the reason why they have that huge success is because they went through a lot of shit to get there. Now, you have to have some admiration for these people because they had the sleepless nights. They had the haters. They had the naysayers. They had to show up. They had to go all in. They had to invest. They had to get uncomfortable. They had to do those things to get to where they are. And now what we do is we see their end results result and then we expect the end result without all the rest. Now, no matter what course or what coach or whoever you're talking to, no matter what book that you're reading, no matter what you're doing, you still have to do the groundwork. You're the one that has to do the work. You have the responsibility. Everything is your fault. You need to do, you need to build the ship, right? Now, it's so important because Quitters, this is not you because you're not a quitter. You're listening to my podcast right now. Quitters don't listen to podcasts like this. They've already given up. And people that quit, like they think it's so easy. And as soon as it gets a tiny bit hard, that's it. They don't keep going. I can't make sense of that. Now, number seven, you try to take all the shortcuts. I was thinking about this today. I was actually going for a walk today with my dog, just got back from Italy, going for an early morning walk. And I usually go for a walk, it's about an hour walk. And um, as I was walking along, I was listening to a podcast and I was really vibing. And then I kind of looked across and I was like, ooh, I could shortcut across this park here and I could shave off some time off my walk. Then I realized, well, why would I want to do that? Like I'm actually walking so I can get my step count up. Like if I'm going to hit 10,000, 12,000 steps per day, I need to do the full walk. If I'm listening to a podcast, so I'm learning some stuff. Now, I think it's so interesting because it's the reps, that's the thing that makes you better, Right. I'm going for a walk, doing 12,000 steps. That means I'm burning calories. I'm moving my heart. I'm doing all these things because doing that every day keeps me vital and it keeps me fit. I'm listening to a podcast, keeps my mind thinking, keeps me learning, keeps me challenging myself. Now, these are all important things. Now, if I just took shortcuts every day and didn't take the walk, I wouldn't be able to grow. Now, it's the same in business. So often we see a quick shortcut and it's so easy and so tempting. Well, look at that shortcut. And we take a shortcut and then we go against our values. We go against what we believe in or what we actually want. And we do it for short-term gains and we lose. We lose in the long term. You know, we can get on social media and start giving away discounts, start doing shitty specials that we even hate and we cringe at, but we do it anyway. I don't know why we do it. 
we do it and then we regret it next week and then we feel silly. You know, we do all these things for short-term games. Now, taking a shortcut, it's never worth it. Going to the gym and trying to shortcut to do it half the amount of time, like it's not worth it. Now, I'm not saying learning stuff is a shortcut because so many people say, yeah, Jay, you always talk about shortcuts when you like sign up to a course. No, that's not a shortcut. You need to fucking learn. You're just taking the long way. You know, there's no reason to work harder than you need to work, but you have to work. I think so often people really think that there's some shortcut where they won't have to do anything. And you hear this all the time. It's the reason why when people say like, hey, you can earn passive income, sign up to this. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to earn passive income. Why do we get so sucked into that? It's because we believe for some reason we don't have to work anymore. And then we just get paid money. Now, in no world that I've ever been in, and I'm an investor, you know, I've invested a lot of money. I'm a business owner. I do a lot of different things, but there's never been passive income for me. You know, in all the houses that I own, all the shares that I have, all the cryptocurrencies, all my businesses, nothing is passive for me because I'm learning every day. I'm investing, I'm I'm moving things around. Like I'm actively doing things. I'm not here to take a shortcut because I want the success that no one else has. So I'll do the things that no one else won't. Number eight, you don't have any supportive people in your community or in your inner circle. Now, I bet you do. And if you don't, don't worry. Like you've got me. You're listening to my podcast right now. You can send me a DM on Instagram. You can join one of my workshops. You've got me. I'm here and I believe in you. Okay. And I know there's other people that believe in you. You need to find those people that believe in you, the supportive people. Think about those people that make you feel good when you walk into a room or when you're having dinner with them or you're going over to their house or whatever it is. Surround yourself with those that make yourself feel good and cut out those people out of your life that make you feel judged and make you feel small and belittled and weak and powerless and like you can't do anything because it's fucking hard to get through life and get through business as it is without somebody else trying to drag you down. And of course, they're trying to drag you down. That's what other people do. That's what the quitters do. Quitters that have already gave up on themselves want everybody else to give up as well to go and join them, you know, and they'll tell you, don't work so hard, Jai, take a rest, calm down, Jai. You know, you shouldn't be doing this, Jai. You can't do it. You're not educated, Jai. Who are you to do this, Jai? I mean, you're going to get these quitters all the time. I'm like, what have you ever done? You just, All you did is started something and quit. You know, that's all you're doing. And now you're telling me to quit. Now, I'm looking at your life and your results and based off that, it's telling me that I shouldn't take your advice. Like I was saying before, don't listen to the quitters. Don't listen to the people that have given up on their dreams. Listen to the doers, the go-getters, the ambitious people that are out there and they're the ones patting you on the back going, go fucking after it. You can do it. I don't care if you're underprivileged. I don't care where you grew up from, what color your skin is, what education you have, how much money is in your bank account. You can fucking do it. Go and do it. Now, I want that to sink in because it's just so important. And again, I'm not saying it's not fair. Things are not fair. Like it's not equal. It's definitely not equal. Nothing is. But you can listen to someone else to validate all those thoughts for you. You're here listening to me because I'm the one that's saying to you that you can do it. You are enough. You're educated enough. You have enough money. You've got enough time. You've got enough resources. You have enough friends. You've got enough support. You have enough. Now you just have to take action on however that looks. And it's just one small step. You want to get that big success that other people don't have. It only takes one small step. It just takes you to start. It's all it takes is to start. The second that you stop trying to make sense of what's not working, of why that you're not successful or why you're underprivileged or why 
things won't work out for you or why you don't have money or why you're not educated or why you don't have as much time as everybody else or why everyone else is more successful than you. And all this stuff that wastes all your time is a second that you've made a start. And it's so important for you to make a start because there's, and this is hard truth, no one else is going to help you. It doesn't matter who you are. No one else is going to help you. You have to be the one to help yourself. And this is one of the reasons why I have found so much success in my life is because at an early age, you know, from when I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, I realized I had nobody else that was ever going to help me, was ever going to get me to my goals, was ever going to help me out financially, was ever going to give me a door to, you know, open a door for me. Like It just wasn't in my story and it's not in your story. It doesn't matter who you are. No one's helping you until you help yourself. Go back to number three, putting yourself down. You've got to stop putting yourself down. No one else is going to stop it until you stop it. Now, that's it for today. That's eight things right now that are reasons why you're not successful or things that you have to stop doing to yourself. Like, seriously, you got to listen to me sometimes. I want you to send me a DM if you resonated with anything in here. If anything was challenging for you to listen to, send me a DM as well. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind if it's negative feedback, it's positive feedback, it's helped you in some way. Send me an ins- on Instagram, jialong.com co. And if you want to join me at the three-day workshop next week, seriously, it's going to be so much fun. You can bring all the questions. I'll be there live. You can have a chat with me. Three days, about an hour and a half each day. If you can give me that, there's a different speaker each day as well, including myself. And um, yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. So other than that, I just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast and um, big thank you for listening to my thoughts today. I hope it helped in some way and have a great rest of your week.